0: Hi, friends, welcome to Hair Talk with Carrie Colts. Today I am with Trey Beecham from Style Sharp Shears. Trey's the owner of Style Sharp Shears and he is a true professional. He made an appointment, came to my salon, sharpened my shears while I was with a client. He is knowledgeable and he really has a great service that helps stylists be the best they can for their clients i like to introduce you to Trey, and I hope you enjoy the show.
1: Hey, Trey, how are you doing today?
2: Hey, I'm doing great, Carrie. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Um, I've been loving the previous episodes that, um, that you've recorded, so thank you for having me on an awesome show.
1: Thank you for listening. Um, so you're a professional shear sharpener and a knowledgeable salesperson. You're also the son of a hairdresser. What was it like growing up in the salon? And how did that influence you to get into the industry?
2: So it's funny. I've, uh, little did I know, looking back, that everything I've done up to this point has um, helped train me to do what I'm currently doing. So my story, it starts way back when my mother decided to go to beauty school. I was five to six years old. And she was practicing on my head um haircuts and perms. Mm-hmm. And so my career literally started in the kitchen sink when I fell asleep while the perm was processing, and my brother had to help hold <laughs> me while she was rinsing the uh the perm. Oh, that's um, funny. <laughs> she she graduated um beauty school and opened up her own salon. And what ended up happening there was I was raised in the beauty salon. Uh, There was a, a little back room that I would hang out and play with, but most of the time I was actually there to sweep floors, fold towels, pull papers off perm rods and just do all the behind the scenes, not glamorous work to keep a salon going. And, when I was young, I really did not appreciate what was happening in the salon because it, I just wasn't old enough to appreciate the beauty of the hair salon, and I decided at a at an age that I was going to go to college, I was going to go to school, I was not going to do anything in the salon yeah. so you had enough I, I did, <laughs> and um I ended up going to school to study um, industrial electricity with the controls emphasis, and that's just a very fancy term for automation and just programming robots. And what's funny is I um, I graduated and I got a job at Unilever. And please do not hold it against me, but uh, I helped bottle and manufacture Suave shampoo and conditioner. <laughs> And oh we but, love Suave. <laughs> oh, there's always the the good stories with Suave. Right. <laughs> and what, what what ended up happening um working there is they put me on the line to count bottles and caps and just kind of do the grunt work, and they did not allow me to do the automation portion of um, processing the product. So I growing up in the salon, I knew how varied the industries of people that get their haircut. And I would talk to my mom, like, do you know anyone that's hiring? Who's got anything that's related to what I'm doing? And it it was great all that time that I spent serving in my mom's salon, because people Mm -hmm. actually always saw that um, he's a good worker And Mm -hmm. yeah, I'll I'll put in a recommendation for him. So I actually ended up getting a job in air quality testing.
1: Uh huh. It's always a good networking um, place. The salon. You get a lot. You get a lot done faster.
2: (laughs) It really is, and I always tell people it's the original Facebook is the beauty salon. Yeah, because you're always just one person away from. The right connection or hearing the gossip mm-hmm. and yes. it's um somebody just,
1: knows somebody
2: yeah it, it's really beneficial and that's part of why I think people really enjoy getting their hair done is getting some inside scoops of what's really going on in the community right and yeah. so Um, Knowing all of that, I actually got a job in air quality testing and what ended up happening there is I um, still got to work in automation, but it got me to travel and I enjoyed traveling at the beginning, but I also was working by myself. So once again, I was, mom, who do you know? What's going on? (laughs) Who's hiring? I'm tired of traveling so far.
1: I feel like you're speaking my future. (laughs) 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 I just got my son his first job.
2: Oh, really? Through a client. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) This is how this works. How it works. It's totally how it works. So what ended up happening is my mom, she goes, you know what you should do is you should actually get into beauty shears. You know what's going on in the salon. Mm -hmm. You know how stylists use the tools. And you should just really get out there and educate. So it's been four years. I have never looked back. I've never wanted to go back to bottling swab, And I've never wanted to go into air quality testing again.
1: But you have those skills, those mechanical skills that uh, that you you never waste an education, you know. So you're always learning and
2: using what you've learned. Yeah, absolutely. And mm-hmm. what has come what's really happened so nicely is, like I said before, I didn't realize everything that I've done in the past has helped me train for what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I understand the mechanical aspects of sharpening and servicing shears, plus the mechanics of how the stylist expects the stool, the tools to perform. But I've also had the, the client experience in mind when I set up uh, my services. So um, it's always interesting when people think of on-site shear sharpening, they think, oh, this is going to be loud. This is going to be arcs and sparks. This is just going to be right. a client disruption, right? And everyone is way fascinated to learn that it's the exact opposite. That hair dryers are typically louder than the equipment I use, mm-hmm. and clients are super fascinated with knowing that you care for your tools and yeah. that sharpening is even needed.
1: Exactly, they it's very a- true. I bet it's it's a a treat to have you in the salon and something to look
2: at and and learn. It really is, and I knowing that there's actually two types of clients, um, the ones that are there to be entertained. You know what? I'm going to Mm -hmm. talk with them and teach them about beauty shares, and then the ones that are there for you know they enjoy the quiet time and the uh, you know the free therapy that they get from their stylist. You know what? Right. I'm, I'm not going to interrupt that. I'm going to compliment the salon and not interject and try to steal the spotlight.
1: Yeah, you have that intuitive way of growing up in the salon environment and knowing when to be quiet and when to uh, turn it on.
2: <laughs> it, it, yes, and it's its own thing. Like, you know, just the salon culture is what's great. You know, what I'm loving about your show is people can share just it's its own little networking world and share experiences because it's people really open themselves up and they, they love sharing the education of everything um, that they have.
1: They do hairdressers are very giving people and uh, they always, you know, I think sometimes in person or like maybe in the beginning, they are nervous or they're insecure or whatever, but as you get older, you just want to give back in any way that you can.
2: <laughs> so true. Yeah.
1: So um have you had any comments that you can think of from clients? What have they said to you when you're in the salon sharpening shears in front of them? What's the craziest thing that they've ever said? <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so I actually use a mannequin to to right. test shears. And what's really hilarious is how um if children are in the salon, they're uh-huh. like, oh baby, like they, they think it's a toy. They don't get yeah. spooked at all. But adults will see, you know, sometimes I'll have the mannequin head in the chair or yeah. this, and they'll jump like I <laughs> try to play a trick on them. like what is that <laughs> and it it is a little funny on the fact that you would think children would be the ones that would be the most scared of a mannequin head and adults would understand oh yeah he's servicing tools you would think it would be that way <laughs> but it's very common for the adults to just be whoa what is that
1: <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> and why do you have it so yeah, you have to be able to test the shear on some hair.
2: Yeah, absolutely. That's why you have it. And having that mannequin, what it, it it really brings to light for the stylist and the client, the fact that one that the service is needed, two that the value of the tools are way more than the client expected. Um, and Mm -hmm. really the point of servicing the tool is not just to have the tool operate smooth and quiet. Yes, that's what you want, but the client leaves knowing like, wait, um, Carrie maintains her tools. and, And by maintaining the tools, she's not prevent, or she's preventing split ends from my hair. Like, um, I had no idea that dull shears are the cause of most split ends out there and, Then the the stylists they're like, man, I'm always cutting hair faster and cleaner. Mm -hmm. They're noticing that also, like using hair color, the the color stays shinier longer by just maintaining the tools. It's um, you know dull tools. That's amazing. If you're doing slide cuts, it just it it dulls out the color, especially the base framing. So maintaining the tools is not only just fun for the the client but it just makes it easier on the on the stylist body and the work that they produce is faster mm-hmm. just so much cleaner
1: yeah absolutely does your mom still do hair
2: she is actually retired she's enjoying her free time in missouri um she has how come up she do to-
1: that it's hard to retire <laughs>
2: well she will do the uh some side work here and there Uh for close friends and family yeah um but yeah she she was able to retire from uh her big salon that she had
1: how many chairs did she have in her salon (sighs)
2: she had five Five okay great. it's just kind of varied
1: yeah that's very cool and you were you were out of there though what what year so did you uh, work there all through high school or just when you were little?
2: yeah, so um, when I was younger, as I mentioned, I was doing the uh, sweeping
1: yeah
2: and perm papers, and what she ended up actually doing was expanding to um, she was in a little plaza, and there was uh, five units in it, and she bought the um Rented out the next unit beside. They knocked out a wall, and then she opened up a tanning salon. So, oh yeah, I during high school would have to go run the tanning salon in the evenings. (laughs) You had to go do that. So, yeah, I would change the light bulbs, clean them out, and it just really helped build that mechanical. um, Yeah, that's cool. Part of me and serving clients.
1: Yeah. So you've been, um, you've been doing this work, you said for four years, is that all been in Washington or no were you somewhere else?
2: So I got my uh, feet wet in Missouri mm-hmm. and as I, um, learned to travel doing air quality testing, I met my wife along the way and she was living in New York city.
1: Mm-hmm. So
2: for two of the years, I was actually in New York City working in in the top salons. And that really helped refine my in-salon setup. Um, Oh,
1: okay. That's cool.
2: It's so true. If you can do it there, you can do it anywhere. Yeah. Um, (laughs) One of the most gratifying moments is I was, before I moved there, I was told, no one's going to let you set up and service shares in million-dollar salons. No one. And the very first day I I pounded the pavement in Manhattan, they're like, you're going to do it right here. That's awesome. I don't have to mail them. No, you're not going to take them outside. No, I'll just do it right here. And everyone's been like, wow, you really care for these tools. Like Mm -hmm. I know because I saw what my mom was doing. She was providing an awesome service for people and she wanted to provide for her family you want to provide for your family and these are the tools that you use i have full respect for what hairstylists are doing and i want to help educate that maintaining the tool is really the cornerstone of the business and everything else will totally fall into place if you just focus on keeping your tools working their best the Mm -hmm. work you produce is going to just be instagram worthy every single time Exactly. That's right.
1: How can people get a hold of you, Trey?
2: So the best way is Instagram. My Instagram mm-hmm. handle is at Style Sharp Shears. My website has a little bit more of my bio, which is stylesharpshears.com. Okay. And um between both of those you can see exactly how seamless on-site shears sharpening is. And, uh, just read up who I am, what I'm about and how I love serving stylists. That's awesome. I'll put that all in the show notes.
1: So you don't have to try and memorize what he just said. (laughs) (laughs) Be easy to find anytime. Well, this has been awesome talking to you. Is there anything else that you want to share with us today?
2: Yeah. Um, thanks again, Carrie, for having me on this wonderful show. Um, I really am so glad that we've made the connection that we have i i really hope that you do do the same networking with all the the stylists in the area where they can share the experiences and mm-hmm. i look to i hope to be a part of that same experience
1: yeah absolutely i think it's going to be a great beginning of a beautiful friendship
2: yes thank you so much
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Hair Talk. Like Trey said, I'm looking to network with other hairstylists. I would love to hear from you. Just like he did, he got a hold of me on Instagram and boom, he's on the show. You can do it too. My Instagram is Hair Talk Stories and you can send me an email at askhairtalk at gmail.com You can leave me a voicemail on my Anchor um, podcast app. There's so many ways to get a hold of me. I would love to hear from you. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to hear from stylists from all over the place, all different walks of life. I want to hear your stories. I hope you have a great day. Talk to you soon.